10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack Wack Attack, today is March 22nd, and um, we've got some clarifications and more news on what's happening on Atlas on Goli. So let's start there. So first of all, um, Langa said, the testnet upgrade proposal has succeeded and has been executed. Atlas is not live on the testnet. So on um, on Monday's episode, I was talking about how Atlas is live on the testnet. Um, that wasn't the case. It was just that the vote had been executed and succeeded by the testnet ODAO. And um, then it was just a matter of getting everything ready to go onto the uh, onto Gurley. So um, Langas then said, you know, we'll be performing the upgrade. And then it was yesterday. Um, we're very excited to be rolling out Atlas. No, sorry, it was on the 20th of March, right, right at the end of the day. We're excited to be rolling out Atlas to the testnet for everyone to experience. And this is make sure you're running version 1.9.0, release candidate one. Um, and uh, the beta testing is important and make help us make atlas awesome so um then uh, we got uh, this information saying atlas is live on goli testnet so we've noticed an issue with the new way that the smart node gathers information we're looking into it so bear with us so then if we go to um trading then joe gave us an update he said all right so the real quick let's talk um all right so real quick let's talk about goli so everyone's in the loop here's the deal so he says, yesterday, A35U pinged me asking why the bool to enable withdrawals was false for the girly update stuff. For context, this only matters for people who do not want to upgrade to the Atlas mini pool delegate and instead want to stay on the vanilla one and have the order flag for their mini pools on a case-by-case basis. But having it set to false raised concerns that we don't intend to honor said case-by-case basis stuff. So I brought it up with the team in the team chat and they jammed um, they proceeded to jam on it for a while one of the reasons it was set to false and the order re- responsibility removed entirely involves a finding in the audit reports so i can't say too much until they made it public but the import- it's important to honor that promise of optional upgrades whenever possible and kane worked on a way to do that while satisfying said finding and then um joe says the real reason, uh, anyway, the reason Atlas is live on Gully is because he wants to verify that change first. Once that's good, then he'll push it. Um, and then Romana said, is this going to be relevant? And there's a link. So let's have a look what he says there. He says you could withdraw your RPL while still having a live validator. So there's some issues around that, I think. So um, that is where the, where the issue lies. So then um, we got some more... Um, some more information here from Langers about some other stuff that was going on. He says, we tracked down the issue and found an obscure contract bug in the view function that the smart node uses when gathering information. This was not found on other testnets because it relates, relates to pre-mainnet launch mini pools. I know, right? Long story short, the uh, issue only presents itself on Gurley. And so this is why we have testnets. The issue doesn't present on mainnet. Uh, but we will deploy the same fix when we take Atlas to mainnet. Um, expect an order proposal to patch the view function to get things back on track. Appreciate the patience. And then there was another update from Langer saying um, Atlas is properly live on the Goldie testnet now. The fix has been applied by the testnet order. Have fun spinning up LEB8. So migrating from um, 16 ETH mini pools. 
um, let us know if you have any feedback and then there was another quick heads up he says we've proposed the change we have proposed to change the bond reduction starting time from two days to 12 hours on the girly testnet to facilitate faster testing um testnet order members please cast your vote number 36 using rocket pool oov in the cli cheers rocket pool so there were some good updates about atlas and the stuff that's going on in goalie with that um and then finally we had this update from um joe saying that the release candidate 2 will be coming out today um and then um SNG says what's uh, changed from um, RC1, release candidate 1, and then uh, the patch notes here say Rocket Pool Mini Pools close. Now checks to see if your fee distributor is initialized before allowing you to close mini pools and reduce the batch size of effective network RPL stake so basically you can run it properly. Added some safety checks to the metrics collectors to simply do nothing if the state generation fails, improved usability, and help text of the use set use latest delegate and then there's a whole bunch of other things as well like um the bond reduction now in job ignores finalized mini pools um gas estimates um borrow borrowable eth um the node status information um and uh, no deposit will only show warning about being unable to use your credit balance due to insufficient ETH in the in the deposit pool if you have a credit balance. So um, those are some of the changes that will be going into release candidate two. I guess that will be version one point nine point oh still, but just release candidate two. So um, yeah, that's really great that you know the team's working away on that stuff and we're getting good updates coming through. Um, that's nice to see so yesterday we had this uh, rocket bull community call where where uh, brian mossoff the ceo of ether capital um one of the earliest and largest public companies to participate in ethereum's proof of stake system um, came onto the rocket bull community call um those of you who watched last week i think or maybe the week before will remember that um ether capital was one of the companies that has started rocket pool mini pool um which is really exciting so this call happened yesterday afternoon um i listened in on it and um we also had stake rocket pool eth um give a summary and on twitter saying um how and why institutional investors are planning to come to rocket pool was introduced by brian mesoff yesterday um really the summary notes here and there's a thread it says institutional investors are considering becoming infrastructure providers through rocket pool today eth capital has forty-five thousand eth with thirty-seven thousand staked zero via rocket pool that's actually not quite true they i think they have one or two mini pools um once the unlock occurs eth capital plans to stake ten thousand more eth and to run nodes institutional investors are likely not going to hold lsd tokens due to the regulatory and accounting compliance issues today institutional investors can be node operators when rocket pool mini pools diversification diversification of node operators in different countries and regions will likely be important ahead um, eth capital has a free eth staking dashboard that they'd like feedback on hopefully it helps some solo stakers and then there's a link to a tweet with their dashboard that they have available that's free and it says um, read the whole summary highlights and the full call notes from the eth capitals call on rocket pools community call here 
So let's have a quick look um, because um, Stake Rocket Pool is doing some really cool work. So um, there's a really nice summary of, of the call right here. Um, the call notes and, um, and different things that... Um, <laughs> This nice, I like this. Brian in uh, 2012 met a guy selling his house and his assets for Bitcoin. Yeah, that's nice. Should have bought RPL, I guess. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there's really good notes here. Um, I haven't read through all of them, but um, I know that the work that the Snake Rocket Pool um, people have been putting out has been really good. So definitely check that out. Um, Next, we have this really cool thing from Patches, who spent the last few days working on um, trying to optimize um, the tree gen for version 5. So here he starts with this flame graph for version 4, another flame graph for version 5. Um, and you can see some differences between between that. It says counterintuitively JSON um, on marshalling looks worse because it's more efficient, larger responses, quite a lot of GC overhead that can probably be... Um, uh, ameliorated um growth slice is surprisingly underrepresented considering how little pre-allocation goes on but when i patched that i barely saw an improvement so it makes sense and then you know he's just giving lots of information here about all the different things he's seeing in tree intervals and and um a tree generation and what's happening and when it's happening and then um, he says then it just becomes a game of hammering the beacon node hard enough that CPU routine isn't constantly waiting for the I.O. routine to produce building the JSON. <laughs> Can't be cheap for the uh, beacon node either. Um, I really wish they had SSC for the relevant endpoints. And then there's a GitHub um, in case you don't get notified for this repo. And then um, Patches says, oh boy, I think I can make this fast. He says, I got rid of this wick. It's itty bitty now. Just have to figure out why it doesn't work. Anyway, I have a plan for the mountain on the left. Um, <laughs> so people were joking with him. Then there were some trees. And Patches has fixed it. SSC bit lists are weird. So then he's kind of like going through a whole bunch of information here. And um, then you've got new flame graphs, which actually look like more level than the previous ones. And then he explains some of the changes he made about like some of the technical stuff which you can of course go and read here in the tree generation thread um the link of course is in the video and then um patches goes on and gives a lot more information answers some questions about some of the work that he's doing there's a whole lot of stuff here so it ends up um around wait it ends up around actually let me just yeah, it ends up around here where Patches says that was fun. Um, and then um, he says extrapolates to 17 minutes for an interval. That's version 5 plus my optimizations plus caching proxy. So um, Patches gave a little summary. He says, I got tree gen version 5, the upcoming tree spec down to about 20 minutes for the whole interval. For a few reasons, this won't all be upstreamed into Watchtower. But I spent a few days on this just seeing how fast I could get it without re-implementing it. It was a fun research project and I think a few of the findings are good enough to be included in the official tree gen. Just wanted to share. I'm proud of the speeds. A few days worth of research went into this. Um, and um, yeah, so this is... You know, a few days of patches like working on um, tree gen version 5, trying to get it to be as fast and efficient as possible and um, was able to get the times like way, way down. And the really cool thing is that some of the things that like he's implemented can be used in the actual tree gen production, which will mean that when it comes to rewards night, um, everybody will find it easier to make um, the trees 
and also they will be able to get rewards out to people faster so thank you patches for that really really cool work okay next we have this post from ken he says new gas cost tracking spreadsheet is a work in progress um so then let's have a look what is here um so it's got the cost i'm sorry if the left of the screen is a little bit cut off but it's got the cost for like um you know uh, transactions for swapping eth into our eth and then the transactions for node operators like initialization costs mini pool initialization costs and um a whole like like everything's kind of broken down by um um like node setup costs and then per mini pool setup costs um manually mini pool delegate update executing mini pools leb conversion claiming rewards miscellaneous stuff per node operating costs exit cost per mini pool and exit cost per node so there's a whole lot of breakdown here of all the different things how much they gas how much they cost and how much that will cost at the price right now which is 29 guay so you can have a quick look at this and see um how all that adds up and how it works out and i think that's really really cool um for ken um i think some people had comments about it but um you can you can definitely um go and have a look um and people were just asking about like you know where these numbers came from and um the it came from um goalie post atlas and um yeah he says if anyone sees any errors or mistakes in there please um let ken know and he can update that information and um get it fixed oh we already saw that so the next thing is here um, jasper shared this tweet he says um if you want to hedge your up uh, do you want to hedge your rpl stake do you want to um, level long like a degen this is a new opportunity to try just that remember smart contracts are risky and do your own research so the tweet he links is this one from silo finance Yeah, the tweet he links here is the one from silo finance so it um it says they've with our eth doing uh, silo doing numbers we think it's time for the big dog of rocket pool to join the silo club bringing rpl silo to our favorite degens so 127,000 xai liquidity is currently available to borrow and then there's rpl and then the silo so um the way jasper explains this is you can use this to um you can use this to get information about uh, longing um rpl shorting rpl and um i think um all that kind of good stuff and like um, levering it up so um here's the silo website and it's got information about um total rpl deposited is about 3600 and available to borrow is 3600 utilization is zero percent so nobody has used that feature yet and then there's like you can use borrow their stablecoin xai um and uh, the deposit rate is 0.63 percent the borrow apr is 1.77 percent so definitely um do your own research before interacting with this website or any websites like this of course you know the euler hack is really fresh in our minds so i want to make sure that nobody that doesn't happen to anyone else of course so um definitely um you know before you take on these um degen strategies you should um definitely 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 do your own research first because it's very risky 
Okay, moving on, we got this update from Sleety yesterday. He says, hey guys, I just posted a monster animated tweet thread on Rocketpool. Can anyone on Twitter give it a like and a retweet, please? And then there's a link to the tweet. And he says, smash that like button. Um, so there's a uh, link to a Twitter um, thread here by Token Motion. This is how Rocketpool works, an animated thread. So um, there's a little like GIF of uh, Rocket logo kind of launching and it says first let's look at staking on ethereum in general this is the ethereum network is run by validators you need 32 eth to run a single validator and earn rewards for this staked eth this is called solo staking and then there's like nice little gif of that um showing like how staking uh, solo staking works and it says validators acquire hard require hardware and software to keep the network running effectively this hardware software combo is called node and the individuals responsible for running them are called node operators once node operator can run many 32 eth um validators a rocket pool is decentralized staking protocol that pairs node operators with our ETH, uh, token holders the our ETH token holders allow allows hold uh, the our ETH token allows holders to earn a share of ETH staking rewards without having to run their own hardware and then there's like a nice little gif of node operators and liquid staking token our ETH coming together and then it says but for those who want to run hardware only 16 ETH is required to run the rocket pool node the 32 ETH validator is split into a 16 ETH owned by the node operator called a mini pool and 16 ETH that belongs to uh, our ETH holders liquid stakers so this tweet thread has 16 um 16 tweets with animations and um it got like it's just really beautiful work that kind of explains all about how um rocket pool works and um, all the work that goes into into making it and how it how it how it kind of comes together and i think that's really really amazing um and then um finally um Sleety ends by saying uh, to keep up to date with everything Rocket Pool. I can recommend giving these accounts a follow. There's Jasper, Maso, me, um, Joe, um, Superfizz, and uh, Next Block, and then the RPL intern. Um, no, RP intern, sorry. Um, not RPL intern, that's right. Um, so, yeah, that's a really nice tweet thread there by uh, Sleety. Um, I think that will be a really good. Um, thing to share with like people who are starting to ask like um elementary questions about rocket pool and trying to understand what it is um and the visuals really do a great job of putting it all together so fantastic work sleety okay next up we had this update from maverick who says um east denver volunteers i'm starting to send out pops via dm um let me actually show you that pop give me a second i should have had it loaded already um but i was able to mint mine so um let's have a look what it looks like um you can see this so let's go to my pop gallery and where is it here it is so it says a rocket pool volunteer um east denver 2023 and then then you can see the pop let me just view in the gallery and yeah here is the pop it says i was a rocket pool volunteer east denver 2023 and then it's got the dates um from february 24th to uh march 5th and um he says rocket pool's first east denver sponsorship was a great success in no small part thanks to the army of 50 plus volunteers from the community who helped with everything from booth setup swag distribution answering questions and running errands thanks for being part of this massive event and then there's a link to the rocket pool discord so 
that was really nice a whole bunch of community members now have been able to mint this pop um which was which was fantastic so thank you maverick for getting that out there um i guess you know check your dms if you haven't gotten it yet you'll probably be getting it soon and finally um i um put out a call for people to share the work that they've done over the last um week um and um the only one person this week was um alias the eth who shared that information he says they worked on submitting a pull request to add rocket pool update cli command to the smart node software to streamline the upgrade process hasn't been accepted merge yet but i hope it could be and then there's a link to the github for that uh, pull request and um alias says it was a one-off job that they did but may need to address any further feedback if there is any um and he says did this last month but work is work so since Ali Ask was the only person to submit any work that they did, I, I approved its submission for this week. But um, ideally, I'd like to see the work that was done in the last week for people to kind of like talk themselves up a little bit. And I know that's not everyone's preference and not everybody likes to do that. But um, I really feel like, you know, when you're doing good work, it's nice to uh, give it a shout out and get it featured in the episode as well, because um, it kind of helps each other each of us kind of um, help each other get motivated to do work so i'm going to make this back into a into a weekly thing um like today i'm wearing my rocket pool shirt so i'm i'm representing today but um yeah anyway uh, <laughs> i hope you all have a lovely wednesday and i will see you all most likely on friday but there's a small chance i'll see you all tomorrow so have a great day and um see you soon bye